Life among the animals. So if you ask a lot of adults uh, which age group would be the hardest for you to spend a week with, uh, a lot of times they would say seventh and eighth graders. Those kids are just animals. <laughs> However, if you got together with a bunch of seventh and eighth graders and asked them, uh, who do you want to spend a week with? And, and then you said, well, how about, your, how about your pastor? They would say, no, don't make me spend a week with those animals. Uh, that's what confirmation camp is. Uh, all the animals learning to, to be together. So this past week, 10 of our seventh graders were at Imago Day Village, uh, which is in Embarrass, Wisconsin, population 406, halfway between Clintonville and Shawano up north in, in Wisconsin. And it's actually the perfect way to handle it. So they get to live in cabins with kids from other churches, about uh, eight or 10 kids per cabin. Uh, they have one college-age counselor who's hanging with them all the time. And then they aren't constantly with uh, their pastor. Where'd Matt go? Matt was up there. Matt's right here. <laughs> Matt was up there for the, Matt takes the first hit. He's up there for the first half of the week. And then I'm up there for the last half of the week. And so we're with them in the morning for Bible study and uh, outside adventures and then part of the day. Uh, going forth from there. Life among the animals at Confirmation Camp is actually a really good and cool thing. And you should know as a congregation, we subsidize that by paying about 20% of, of the registration fee to encourage our kids to be a part of it. It's tough because it gets more expensive, families are more busy, um, all churches struggle to kind of remain committed to that, but it's an opportunity to be together in the creation, learning about God's ways. It's a cool thing. Matt read the scripture lesson from Proverbs this morning. It's, it's a really cool lesson, and it's not unique in, in the Hebrew part of the Bible. Uh, in, in multiple places in, in, in the Jewish scriptures, you have this uh, discussion of wisdom, capital W, this pre-created, uh, in a sense, part of the divine uh, that, that walks beside God as things are created. And, and the two attributes that wisdom brings is, number one, creativity, the power to create. But then the second thing, which I think is really cool, is that wisdom brings joy. Uh, joy in, in just the act of creating. And, and now, when you think about that, think of the very first chapter in the Bible. Think of Genesis chapter 1. When God creates at the end of every day, what does God say? And God said it was good. Except on the sixth day, when the human beings are created, what does God say? It was very good. Yeah, it's like, it's the best. And you get a sense from the very first chapter of the Bible, and then when you read something like Psalms and Proverbs and, and other portions of Scripture that talk about wisdom, that, this, that there is this amazing sense of, of joy and satisfaction and exaltation in, in a creation uh, which comes from the divine. And, and so I think the last thing I want you to think about, again, in your imagination, we're outside, either in uh, Mamie's village in, in Africa or in our backyard here, is, is, is how do we take joy in the creation and add to it in a way as God's people uh, that enhances it and protects it? And what's the answer to that? It's kind of rhetorical, but if somebody had actually said something, that would have been okay. Um, I, I just want to leave you with two little things. Uh, as you're able, if you've never walked east on the property, walk east on the property. And actually, if you're really going to do it, go to the, 
south lot line between the Masonic Lodge and here, and then go straight east there. That's the clearest trail back to the east. And just go back and look at the, at the, at the beautiful wetlands that, in a sense, is, is part of our conservatorship, something for us uh, to protect and watch over uh, a habitat for the animals, living among the animals, good for us as human beings. It's a natural sponge uh, when it rains, and it's a beautiful, silent, natural place. Not many congregations have the opportunity to kind of watch over that, and we do, and, and that's an awesome thing. The other thing I would, would say is uh, next time you're outside and it's, a, and it's a gorgeous, gorgeous day, and you kind of say, wow, this is a beautiful sanctuary, uh, you will be correct in saying that. But I would also challenge you to also make sure the next time it is lightning like crazy and raining really hard, you should also go out there and say, this is a beautiful sanctuary. In other words, I, I think we are such, we're, we're becoming more and more of an inside people. And, and the only times we're out there is when it's perfect. But God didn't create it to be perfect all the time. If it was all sunshine all the time, what's that called? That's called a drought. <laughs> Nothing grows when there's no rain. The rain is part of the blessing, too. The rain is part of the wonder. We protect ourselves from the wonder by just talking about the environment inside our air-conditioned buildings. It's a little ironic we came inside today, and, and it's good we did. Nobody wants to be freezing to death outside. Um, but let's be a people who delight in the creation, who take great joy in what God does in our midst. But that means we've got to be out in it. So dig a little bit in some soil this week and go outside next time it's raining and get a little bit wet and appreciate the gift that it is and our role to try and keep it that way, except when it comes to plasma, of course. And that's where I should end, except for these two last little observations, number one of which is, I think today the forecast is to be 22 degrees below the normal high temperature today, which means our next outdoor service is going to be August 25th, I believe. Uh, so for sure, the way this is going to work out is it's going to be 22 degrees above normal when we get to that <laughs> service, and everybody's going to want to come inside in the air conditioning because it's too hot outside. We will cross that difficult bridge when we get there. I think we'll stay outside, even if it's that hot out that day. God has a sense of humor about these things. Oh, and for sure you know God has a sense of humor because God also created fathers. Happy Father's Day to all whom it applies. I'm a father, so I get to end with two dad jokes. What rhymes with orange? No, it doesn't. You're still thinking about that one. And if at first you don't succeed, what's the punchline? Don't go parachuting. And all of God's people say the line I usually say. You're going to say it now. John, just be? Yes, all right. <laughs>